Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Hey, you, you with the beautiful face, if you're listening right now or watching, I want you to do yourself a favor. I want you to close your eyes. I mean, if you're driving, keep keep them open because that, that that's very dangerous. I want you to just think about this past week. That shit has sailed, my friend. Everything's done and over with. You're probably listening to this on your way home from work. Or Jenna, if you're like, if you're the one who's listening right now, you're probably coming to see me uh, traveling up. Um, but the weekend is here. It's finally Friday. You made it through another week. And you're listening to another great episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Matt, how are you today, my friend? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, can I open my eyes now? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, uh, you cool. can open your eyes right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing wonderful. Uh, like you said, it's Friday. Like Rebecca Black said, it's Friday. Um, another great recording we have. And, uh, you know, I was able to get to the beach this past weekend, which was nice. My first vacation this year. You finally made it to, to a vacation for once. You know, it seemed, seemed like forever since you've had a vacation. Um, but, but yeah, t- tell us about it, Matt. Yeah, so it was just me and my dad. Uh, it was just the two of us. We went to Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, we basically, what we did is we got down there, hit a happy hour, because why not? You got a happy hour on vacation. And then we just did the beach, and we went out, got some beers, had great, like, awesome meals. I had a piece of swordfish that was maybe the best piece of fish I've had in my entire life, and I've eaten a lot of fish in my life. Um, like I said, we had a lot of happy hours. Mike, I texted you this. Uh, I believe it was Thursday night when we got down there, went to a local bar, and we had six beers for $21. I, I, still, I still can't understand that. I mean, but understanding it was a happy hour, so I can't really say that it, it's not too far off as far as the reason being as to why you had such, quote, cheap beer. Because um, Matt, Matt sent me a couple, one photo of one of the, the drinks that he has, and it looked so mm. good, but yet looked so expensive. <laughs> yeah that was so it was an orange raspberry marshmallow pie beer is a sour beer actually wasn't sour it was more sweet um but that was good and then i didn't tell you this but the night after that we went to a different place had six beers and a cup of soup for 23 dollars. so i'm just going to give my advice at the beginning of the show just because i it's on my mind uh go to happy hour this weekend doesn't matter if you're not at the beach doesn't matter if you're at vacation or if you're at your home Go hit up a local happy hour, because you can't beat it. It's good soup. <laughs> good soup. Good soup. <laughs> Matt and I are hopping on all the, the tic-tac trends as much as possible. That's it, what these people turn into the Funny Business Podcast for. I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go to a happy hour. I mean, we're probably going to say it again at the end of the episode. But Matt, do you remember the one happy hour I took you to? Um, that was kind of off campus. Um, we had wristbands. It was good night. I think I had a bunch of margaritas that night. Do you remember what you had exactly, or or was that was that too much to to remember? Yeah. Um, I think I had a lot of rum and cokes. I, yes, you did. I a responsible amount of rum and cokes. Excuse me. Yeah, we did have an Uber. Let's put it out we, that we, way. Yep. We did have an Uber, yep. so we we did it responsibly. Um, yeah, Matt, what what time to be alive back in the day? That was a crazy night. <laughs> and we're going to leave it at that. So yep. <laughs> feeling all nostalgic, you know, a bunch of memories and, and just, just a lot of a, a GNO, good night out. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe once again, we could finally have one last hurrah 
or, or multiple hurrahs because, uh, you know, we got bachelor parties and just parties and, uh, you know, soon we'll be celebrating our 50th birthdays. And, yeah, Mike and Jenna's wedding coming up hopefully <laughs> soon. <laughs> um yeah yeah uh uh can't segue oh that. god him, nope. ladies and gentlemen can't segue that son of a bitch um but yeah let's let's just roll it back to the whole nostalgic my friend the nostalgia um matt i was in a glass case of emotion last week uh and no it Were wasn't in wisconsin so- uh no i wasn't in wisconsin um uh nothing bad happened uh knock on wood nothing did bad happen um what happened was I was scrolling through my phone on Facebook, and I I don't actually follow this page, um, but Nickelodeon, I actually do follow Nickelodeon still for some reason, uh, and it just so happened that Nick Jr. is celebrating Blue's Clues' 25th anniversary, uh, and to my surprise, and it was actually, to not my surprise, it wasn't a surprise at all, the person who walked out sat on camera framed right in the middle was the original steve from blues clues uh and matt i think this is the first quote appearance um that steve has made in the quote world of blues clues uh and he gave a really heartfelt video to the millennials or yeah literally the millennials of the generation uh it it it, it took a lot i mean the first the first time i watched it, i'm like Ah, and then the second time I lost it because it's like Steve's right. I he never forgot us, and I it like it, it just blows my mind how how they pinpointed that our demographic of Blues Clues and how we were still very responsive and receptive to that whole video. Yeah, no, it was it was a very emotional video to watch. I can't even imagine the emotions he had filming it. Uh, because if you think about it, like, think about like people our age, we're 25. This is the 25th year of Blues Clues. Like we grew up watching Steve on Blues Clues. And, like I, I, I watched Blues Clues all the time. I would watch reruns. I, I didn't care what episode it was. It was like one of my favorite shows. And part of that was because of Steve. Like he just, he was a great character on the show and it sucked when he went away. And this video kind of showed that, like, he still was appreciative of having the opportunity to be a part of our lives. And it was, it was weird. It was like watching a video of someone that, like, I knew. Mm-hmm. I think I'll have to point out, did you, did you have any uh, Blue's Clues, let's just say, toys, uh, per se? I did. I can't remember yeah. what kinds I had, but I had some. I had um, my handy dandy notebook and the crayon. Uh, um, and the reason why I specifically say the crayon was uh, we were in my parents' car and I had my handy dandy notebook and the crayon got lost in the car. <laughs> I, I had such a bad moment. I, I was I, that I was a mess with. I was a mess with me losing my crayon. And that was the only crayon that was only allowed to be written in that handy dandy notebook. Uh, <laughs> my mom brought because I sent mom the video uh, when it was first released and uh my mom's like do you remember the crayon you lost i'm like oh no the crayon oh no <laughs> but but matt I, one thing that pointed out to me the note there was a couple things that uh pointed out uh in the video itself uh one he never forgot us um i don't know if you recall matt his last episode he was going to college uh left his friend joe to a house which by the way very backwards i don't know why you would just give your friend just keys to your own house as you go off to college Mm, you know what that's a good point i really (laughs) thought of that 
That is odd. Like, it's like I odd. wouldn't give people a like. I, I if I moved, I wouldn't give you like keys to my house. Yeah, I mean, I That's would odd. trust. I would trust you. Like, I would if, too. Uh, <laughs> but it still but doesn't like, mean you do it, right? Just to give it away and then go away forever. <laughs> the house has been vacated twice. <laughs> um, but. Uh, a couple things that that Steve said, uh, Matt. I don't know if you knew this. Steve is actually a Pennsylvania native. Wait, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a Pennsylvania native. I, I'll I'll share a little bit later because it actually hits closer to home uh, as far as where exactly he is, um, where he grew up, and where he graduated high school from. But uh, a couple things that he said during his uh, his thing. One thing that was big. It goes, you know, we started out with clues. And now it's what? <laughs> this, this is the point. Student loans, jobs, and families. And some of it's been kind of hard, you know. I know you know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Steve knows. <laughs> yeah, we do. I wonder, his student loan debt's probably not as high as ours. I know. Uh, what, what would Steve go to college for? Mm, what if we Just, went for, like, criminology? What? <laughs> Well, like solve the clues. Solve the clues. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you want to be like a lawyer. Yeah. But it's all the clues. Clues are in the pudding. Yep. <laughs> forensic account. Uh, there was a forensic. Uh, forensic scientist. Forensic, yeah. Forensic scientist. <laughs> Something like that. A little bit. <laughs> um, he did tell us that, that we somehow look looked great. Um, uh, Steve, let me tell you, I gained on a few pounds since I, I was five, but hey, I, I, I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> yeah. I've gained like eight pounds this weekend. I'm not going to talk about it, <laughs> but Matt, they, they, they're starting to roll out with, with this content on Nick Jr. And, and Nickelodeon. Of course they're cross promoting it and they're doing a lot with the three hosts. I should say a blues clues. Um, they're doing like, which, uh, blues clues character would um you know uh get i I don't know i'm not trying to find a really dark a dark uh not like a would you rather but like between us matt which one of us would uh take a better photo and like they would Mm. hold like their faces as far as who would do better and whatnot um yeah it's it i mean it's it's childhood all over again and and i'll just say that the people who put together this show have uh certainly uh did their research and they knew the demographic they were talking to and they got more video views because steve from blues clues made an appearance since leaving college i mean they nailed it right on the head you really can't say anything else anything else other than that steve crushed it the producers crushed it uh whoever wrote his lines if he had his lines written, maybe he wrote his own. I don't know. Everyone who had a part in this, because it didn't seem like too perfect, like his lines. Was it, what do you mean it was very candid or was it very staged? No, it was good, but it seemed like, like a little, a little too good. Well, I mean, the guy, I mean, the guy has literally been talking to a camera thinking it's conversational since he first started out in his career. So that had to be a weird transition when he moved to college being like, Hey dude, why are you talking to yourself? Like there's no there's no map here that's gonna like pop out and like draw shit for you. You you I think you confused Dora the Explorer. Did I think did I just do that? Close. You said a map that draws shit. <laughs> yeah, I did just say that. Okay, well, whatever. There's no handy dandy notebook that's okay. gonna like help you get like a hundred on your test. 
turns around to the opposite way. Do you want to go to class with me? Great, let's go. <laughs> it's like, sir, this is a Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's I, again. I I think I think we all deserved Steve to come back, and I, I had said it was it was somewhat of a closure. Uh, in, I agree. in my opinion, it was it was really good closure. Um, Matt, we're we're gonna close another topic. Uh, Matt, I know a couple weeks ago we we did a take it segment. Uh, that described whether or not we could do the the milk crate challenge. Uh, Matt, have you been noticing that it, it's kind of dead by now? Yeah, it had like a, a weekend run. Had like five, <laughs> four or five days, and like that Pun was about intended. it. Pun intended with the run. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Uh, well, Matt, part of the reason why uh, individuals may have not been seeing uh, the milk crate challenge is that TikTok... Um, has reported that they have been banning uh, videos that have done the Milk Crate Challenge itself. Um, this was reported by USA Today. Uh, the app has banned videos of people attempting the risky trend, citing safety concerns. Uh, the quote, TikTok prohibits content that promotes or glorifies dangerous acts and remove videos and redirect searches to our community guidelines to discourage such content. We encourage everyone to exercise caution in their behavior, whether online or off, the company said in the statement. Uh, Matt, Mr. TikToker himself, more active on the videos. What are your thoughts on this? Um, so I understand it. I understand this part of it. Like, it, is it dangerous? Yes. Is it stupid? Yes. Could I do it? Yes. Um, that's beside the point. <laughs> you know, it, it is... It was getting to a point where, like, it was getting very dangerous, and a lot of people were doing it, and it really was becoming a uh, point of conversation. It's like, is this really worth it? Like, yeah, it's cool, but, like, there's some things that are too dangerous. Like, it's not like Wipeout, where you fall into the water. It's mm-hmm. you fall on top of a milk crate on the ground and break your leg kind of deal. So, I do understand where TikTok's coming from to a certain degree, but also... They were probably getting a ton of likes, a ton of views. Maybe that's what content creators need to kind of get your foot in the door. I think what was also challenging was it was being appropriately done. Like there was a lot of, let's just say mascots from different sports teams that they were attempting the milk crate challenge. But of course, they were probably doing it a much safer fashion. Um, You know, we were having this mix of content that that wasn't allowing us to fully just admit we're not please don't do it that is dangerous and also is on concrete um i was showing jenna uh and of course i got the why the heck why the heck would you want to do that (laughs) um so again it's it, you know, a search, I'm reading through some more of the article, a search for the Milk Crate Challenge on TikTok uh, this past week brought up a no results found page with the following sentence. The, this phrase may be associated with behavior or content that violates our guidelines. Promoting a safe and positive experience is TikTok's priority. Uh, there is, they actually, Matt, during this interview, they brought a New York-based orthopedic surgeon. Um, Dr. Sean Anthony told Today.com, that, quote, injuries can include broken wrists, shoulder dislocations, ACL and meniscus tears, as well as life-threatening conditions like spinal cord injuries. Um, 
basically also stressed that the nation's emergency rooms are already overcrowded doing the ongoing pandemic, uh, which is a challenge, and it puts unnecessary additional stress on our health system and our healthcare providers. Uh, I, I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to um, support that this this trend is dead. I think we could do so much better off in doing something else. Yeah, bringing in the orthopedic surgeons is kind of a weird move, but whatever. Uh, can we talk about TikTok and their community guidelines? Uh, dude, I'm, I'm all game because you, you've okay. been hit with a little bit more than I did. I got hit with it once um, because I said the word dumbass. And it was, <laughs> I, it was a quote. The, the, the trend was you had to replace a quote in a movie with the word dumbass. And my line was, bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Thanks, Dumb. Mr. Wall Wall. Turns around, dumbass. Dumbass. Video <laughs> got muted. I have been seeing people left and right getting their accounts banned from TikTok just because people are reporting them because not because of they're using bad language or stuff they're doing. They just don't like their content. Like there is a guy, I don't know his name. He he's a sports guy and people were disagreeing with his sports takes and they were reporting him and he got his account banned. Like that's what are we doing here? Like if they if they're being racist or you know, if causing things they shouldn't be doing on an app, yeah, ban them. But just because they have a different sports opinion, or like, just because you don't like the specific content, maybe you don't think this person's funny, as long as it's not like coming at the expense of anyone, they shouldn't be getting their videos flagged just because a ton of people are reporting them. I I, I, I agree with you, Matt. Um, I, I also think it's, you know, we have to not understand, but we have to realize that TikTok is only a few years old right now. Um, it's still in the baby stages of, of its content development. I mean, we've had issues in the past where I remember we were sitting on the old futon and we're like, maybe maybe TikTok's going away very soon. Who knows? Um, you know, we were having worries about that. We were having, you know, I think they're just in these small stages where it's unfortunate to have... Um, you know, these guidelines being so manipulative, I think that's the best manipulate manipulative, uh, because some people are totally fine, can get away with almost murder. And then there's people like you who literally follow a trend and it gets taken away. Yeah. And I was like one of the cleanest trends that there was. Like it's, it, it, it's weird. And, you know, people keep saying left and right, oh, TikTok, please don't delete this video. Like it's just a joke or like TikTok. Like, I mean, there, there's, I, I don't understand it. Like there's like, sometimes it's like basically watching, like, how do I phrase this? Um, sometimes there's like, how do I phrase this? Like inappropriate dances and stuff like that. Yeah. That some people are allowed to do it. Some people aren't like people are posting the same content. But some person gets banned, or this person doesn't get banned, but this person's account gets suspended for seven days. I just feel like none of it is making sense, none of it adds up, and there's no, like, guidelines. There is guidelines, but there's no, like, rhyme or reason to how they do it. It's just kind of like, oh, well, that one's bad, we'll take that one down. That one, uh, that's not as bad, or whatever. Like, it doesn't make sense. You're right. Um, But we also have those individuals that say that put in their caption tiktok please don't put this down <laughs> it's almost saying uh officer please don't pull me over and they're going 65 into 35 <laughs> like yeah, they know right. they're doing stupid stuff but yet they're they're still trying to do it um you know every, everybody has rules everybody has guidelines but i think 
they need to just get better with the platform and allow things like YouTube took forever for it to have this system in place where it can review videos if a it's copywritten, um, which is usually pretty spot on when it comes to copywritten music. Uh, when there's an inappropriate content, um, you know, I, I don't really want to date it or, or mention anything that's uncomfortable, but I think ever since the whole, um, lo- I almost mentioned his name, uh, oh. the, the whole suicide force thing with a particular individual as a brother, yep. <laughs> I almost said his name. Good catch. <laughs> um, ever since that happened, you know, it, it's been pretty, it's been pretty locked down and it's been pretty straightforward as far as that community guidelines. Um, I think just TikTok needs to get around the bend and actually have those types of things set in place where people can quickly or efficiently manually review um, content or, um, you know, be able to have a better uh, AI to prevent stupid stuff that is normal in your case, in your scenario from being taken down and then actually taking care of the people like the milk crate challenge. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like you said, they're young. They're still figuring things out. Uh, and they're kind of lucky in a sense that, like, there's no other, like, competing app right now up there with TikTok. In, in the sense that, like, TikTok, like, you can't... Twitter is different than TikTok, and Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat's all different from TikTok. TikTok uh, had Vine as competition, but Vine's obviously not around. Mm-hmm. So maybe they got to figure it out before there is another app like TikTok out there that steals content creators and viewership and all that stuff mm-hmm. yeah well hey milk crate challenge uh, it's i can uh, still do it <laughs> still do me it. yeah good luck finding the amount of milk crates because i can't even find one. oh i can find them really yeah okay i'll let you Easily. find them i'll let you find them and then the next time we're together we'll be like mike guess what i brought just yep. bring a whole bunch of milk crates. just gonna do it apartment. right in your living room yeah right in my living room if it can even get to the top <laughs> with my low ceilings <laughs> that's true we'll figure yeah. it out we'll, we'll, we'll crawl <laughs> right well the final topic for today hey listen we understand that you may be at that age where uh, you you have a folder or or you have something that uh, maybe that just is a secret. You know, you don't want your mom and dad to see. Um, but maybe on occasion, sometimes your parents do see that stuff. Uh, and it's 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 hard because they they want to get rid of that stuff. Um, well, you might be liable because a Michigan Michigan parents now owe a son over thirty thousand dollars for tossing out. And this is the headline prized porn collection uh a judge has ordered a western michigan couple to pay again over thirty thousand dollars to their son for getting rid of his pornography collection u.s district judge paul maloney's decision this week came eight months after david working 43 this man's 43 years old won a lawsuit against his parents he said they had no right to throw out his collection of films magazines and other items uh working had lived at their Grand Haven home for 10 months after a divorce before moving to Muncie, Indiana. The judge followed the value set by an expert, MLive.com. Wow, can't believe that's a profession. Uh, Working's parents also must pay $14,500 to their son's attorney. Uh, After moving to Indiana, Working learned that his possessions were missing. Uh, And this is the icing on the cake. Uh, the dad said, frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff in an email. 
<laughs> oh my god. Um, wow. Where do you want to start with this? Word of advice, never move back in with your parents and bring your computer that has a bunch of porn on it. <laughs> um, ah, oh man. I have so many things running through my head right now. 30,000. This guy had $30,000 worth of porn. Does now, he do know you the think, internet is free? Now, do you think that is based on, like, mint condition? Like, it's Playboy magazine number one? Or is that simply just based on the quantity and just the cost? I'm checking out MLive.com. I'm sorry. I might actually... This guy, uh, this guy does know the internet is free. I'm a little scared because if I go to MLive.com... Yeah, I don't know if that's a solid uh, idea, but you're doing it anyway. Uh, yep, I'm, I'm going for it. But go ahead, Matt. Keep talking. <laughs> I just... I don't... I honestly don't know what would be worse if it was like ten things worth thirty thousand dollars worth of porn, or if this dude just had like ten thousand magazines and videos. I don't know which one's worse. Well, another thing to think about too is did he have this collection since he started as a teenager, or did he collect this in the ten months that he was living with his parents? That's a great question. <laughs> Fantastic question. Who collects porn? Who does that? Who? Dude, man, give who? it the times. <laughs> I mean, who, who, why, why is there a reason to do this? The, the answer, there's not. Um, Unless, you know, you, you move into to an apartment and all of a sudden you see you see a magazine that, that has been hidden in the back of a, a boiler. Uh, not a boiler room, but a, a gas tank. A water tank, I should say. A water tank. Um for god knows how many years but it's it was there <laughs> that would be a <laughs> sticky situation <laughs> uh, oh wow i that was even plan that um the also the the other thought that's running through my head uh how do you feel if you're the wife that he divorced and you see this article come out <laughs> i mean that's got to be awkward like did this play a part in it i mean let's be real would would you marry someone that had $30,000 worth of porn? No. Alright, cool. We're on the same page. <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a weird article. This is... Uh, I, I, when I saw this, I'm like, yep, I, I have to talk about it today. I, <laughs> I don't know what the craziest part of the story is. I really don't. I'm still questioning whether he's had this porn collection since he started out as a young teen or if he collected it within the 10 months after moving back to indiana i had if i had a bet i'd probably say since his lifetime yeah that that's the, what i would yeah god I, if you collected like, thirty thousand dollars worth of porn in 10 months yikes tell me because we'll collect it and then we'll resell it <laughs> yeah really and actually you know what i think the weirdest part of this whole story is who the hell emails their parents yeah, I don't like. And ha who has a conversation? Like, I'll email my mom something if I need to forward her something. Who has a conversation with their parents via email? Do you think? Okay, let's let's try to let's try to visualize this. Not not the porn. Let's try to visualize the family situation here. Yep. David's forty three. How old do you think his parents are? Got to be at least in their seventies, right? Seventies, like mid, like late, early eighties. Yeah, I, 
Do you think that was how they communicated back when David moved out of the house? Because I, I could see that being a thing. Like, maybe they, they don't have cell phones. Like, maybe they still have, like, the flip phones. And um, Because I know Jenna's Grammy or grandmother um, actually emails her when, when she's away. And they actually exchange emails all the time, which I think is super cute. Okay. I, true. I didn't think of that. I just, I don't know. That just seems like a... Especially something like this. Like, would you... <laughs> Would oh, you what? email a porn conversation with your parents? No, like, call, why would them, I? call them on the phone. Call me. Like if if you're, you know, I'm not gonna send my my mom a text that says, "Hey, where's my thirty thousand dollars worth of porn?" Like I'm gonna call them and be like, "Yo, again, I don't own porn for the record. <laughs> um, I just want let me as a fact, I do not own porn." Funny business entertainment fact: We don't own any type of porn. Yeah, we do. Don't not. leave me out of that. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but I feel like this is just something you don't talk about via email. Call them. I had to actually mention to a student today, do you understand why in the movies they go to a telephone booth and make a phone call about something secretive? Because nobody else should know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Yes, not everything needs to be typed up in an email. Nope. <laughs> Especially a conversation about, dude, where's my $30,000 worth of porn? <laughs> and my final thought... If this guy's last name was almost, it was almost twerking. Twerking. That would have been the the best last name for the story of possible. So this guy needs to change his name to David Twerking. David Twerking. Yeah. This sounds like David Pumpkins. <laughs> Not that this sounds like it, but it's like that. He just wears own... a twerking coat. <laughs> and he is his own thing. <laughs> God, oh, what a story. Halloween's coming up, baby. <laughs> What are you going to be following? I don't know. What do you want to be following? I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking of that because, like, at work we have an event that we dress up for. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I got to put some thought into it. I always have a good one. I mean, we can't be, like, a couple's costume because it would make no sense if we go to work separately. Right. No. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. What came out this year that would be a good Halloween costume? Uh... <laughs> can't believe we're talking about this uh let's see here oh you can be charlie i'll be dixie d'amelio don't know about that one <laughs> um how about i'll be a trash can and you can be houston astros player <laughs> that'd be funny with the baseball bat yeah inflatable baseball bat um yeah i don't know we'll think of good ones we'll think of it We'll think of some. So the ho- well, technically, the Halloween episode is a little overdated because um, I believe Halloween... Wait, no, Halloween's on a Sunday, so we still can record it on a Friday. Nice. Never mind. Anyway, mark your calendars, everybody. Halloween podcast is uh, October 29th. Mark your calendars. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, everyone was wondering. <laughs> yes, everyone was wondering. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Matt's got the sports. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. 
Plus, Solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide into the sports topics. We have you all today. Uh, I need everybody's undivided attention. So stay off the weed and get off the crack because it's time to talk about first take. Uh, Mike, it has happened. Stephen A. Smith has used his power to the full ability at ESPN and has gotten Max Kellerman off of first take. In a world in a move that people, I think, saw coming. Um, but what we finally learned is that Stephen A. Smith actually did have a part in getting Max Kellerman off the show. Before I dig into all the details, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, if we compare the two in the boxing ring, I think we, we all kind of know that Stephen A. Smith carries a lot of the weight and, on ESPN's first take. Uh, you know, I think, unfortunately, when... I'll, my my first my immediate reaction is the idea that the executives or he wasn't the one that that he said I want Max Kellerman out. I I I didn't read the article as of as of yet, but I think there was some type of influence where other people who produced the show were like, "Hey, Steven, what do you think?" And that's the case. Like, I don't think he immediately came out 100% was behind it and all that and say, I want him out. This is my decision, my take. This is my first take, yada, yada. And yeah. Uh, let me read you the first quote from the article. Oh boy. Uh, quote, the rumors are accurate in terms of me wanting him off the show. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, so it sounds like he did want him off, but he continued. He said, quote, sometimes it just stalls and the audience lets you know that it is what it is and you feel the need for something fresh you feel the need to retool it's not like i wanted the guy to be fired or anything like that i knew that there were landing spots for him available at this network that would generate just as much if not more revenue for him and all that other stuff it wasn't really about him asking to be off the show it was about the fact that we together as far as i was concerned was not a great partnership anymore and that was something that needed to change end quote I can understand this because as someone who's watched First Take for a long time, when I was unemployed, I watched First Take every day pretty much. Um, it was it was hard to watch at times because you had Stephen A, who likes to bring a lot of energy, and Stephen A is going to tell you his point, and he's, he's going to stick to his point. And if you say something else that disagrees with him, he's going to show you why you're wrong. Max, on the other hand, would tell you his point, but he would try to convince you that that was the only logical way. Mm. And so much of the show was focused on Max trying to explain where he's coming from because that was that's just the way he is. Like, there were two opposite people. Stephen A is just going to yell at you and tell you how it is. Max is going to debate you until you believe him, which Stephen A was never going to do. And it was a weird combination. It's not meant for showbiz either that, you know, you have, like, you can't, you can't have somebody on the show that's trying to convert somebody uh, when somebody like Stephen A. Smith is so gung-ho based on his choice and his opinion. Um, 
that I don't I don't even think that makes it for good TV, honestly. Like the fact that yeah, you can disagree, you can agree with him, but you can't try to convert a Stephen A. Smith. Like and I'm just that generalizing it. Like you can't convert anybody that has a high strong opinion like Stephen A. Smith. And I think they're I think you're hundred percent right. It wasn't good TV. Like it was getting to a point where it was tough to watch. Um but their personalities just didn't match. Like Stephen A bought a lot of energy. Max was more calm, more soothing, trying to explain all of his arguments to you. Mm. And you know what that's good for? That's good for radio. Yeah. That's where Max belongs is radio. And it, you know, it's gonna be weird without having someone debate Stephen A on first date for a little while because they're gonna do like a rotation schedule. Uh, Michael Irvin is going to be on every Monday after the NFL season. Those personalities work. That's going to be awesome to watch. Um, but you know, Max, like he, 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 I think Max was also in a tough spot because he had to replace Skip Bayless, and I think that's not easy to do. But it's, Skip is an idiot, but Max <laughs> is also an idiot. It's just their personalities. <laughs> you know, Max's personality, Stephen A's personality, just never mixed. Maybe it has something to do with that seat. Yeah, maybe. I mean, sitting across from Stephen A. Smith every day is not easy, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think we should all appreciate Max just for giving some of the worst sports takes in the history of sports. Uh, everyone knows his famous, I want Iguodala to take the last shot over Steph Curry. Yeah, uh, And he's been saying Tom Brady's falling off a cliff for the past three years, and he just won a Super Bowl at age 44. So, uh, thanks, Max. I mean... Yeah. I guess. Moving on, uh, Mike, baseball season is rapidly approaching the end of their season. Uh, Yankees suck. Let's just get that back out of the way. They suck again. Oh, no, we suck again. (laughs) Um, But that's not the talk I want to talk about. Uh, A lot of great players having really good seasons this year. Uh, You have guys for the Blue Jays like Marcus Simeon, um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who is an awesome baseball player, awesome to watch especially after we watched his dad play for so many years. Uh, you have Shohei Otani for the Angels. Um, a lot of these guys are in the AL MVP conversation. Um, and a lot of people think that it is Shohei Otani's race to lose, mostly because he is doing something we've never seen in baseball before, where he's ba- batting and pitching, something we haven't seen since Babe Ruth. And honestly, if you look at the numbers... Babe Ruth has never had a season like this, like pitching wise and hitting wise. I mean, Otani's at like 44 home runs, like leading the American League, which is great. Wow. My question to you is the Los Angeles Angels are not going to make the playoffs. I mean, right now, let me pull up the standings right now. Uh, they're, I think they're fourth in the American League West. So they are 13 and a half games out of the division. They are 10 games back in the wild card, fourth in the division. They're not even 500. They're 70 and 73. Should so- Shohei Otani be considered for MVP if his team's not even above 500? I'm going to have to kind of defer to, to other sports. Um, so I'll, I'll take football, for instance. Football doesn't have, um, shall you say, they don't, they don't have like, not a mid-season, but an overall season MVP. Uh, so they they only have the the Super Bowl MVP, right? Fact check. That's no, they have an MVP. Wait, when? When? They they have an award ceremony the night before the Super Bowl where they announce all this stuff. That's true. Yeah. So they have that. 
that's not who's in the Super Bowl. Like, so again, <laughs> even though I was completely clueless, <laughs> proves my point. Um, NBA, they don't, you know, sometimes they don't like they gave it to Russell Westbrook one of the years and the Thunder had no chance at all of in the playoffs. Um, they gave it to James Olive Harden at one point who, again, Rockets close to the playoffs, didn't didn't make it to the finals. Um, I, I, I think it's it's time for baseball to actually just start. Recognizing a player's performance rather than the overall team's performance. Um, I know they, they, they really go ham on the gold gloves and the Cy Youngs and, you know, even though those guys didn't make it to, to any standings whatsoever, um, they're still recognized for their talents. Um, you know, again, we're seeing something that we haven't seen since Babe Ruth, and that's a long time ago. Um, so I, I think he, he, he should at least be as a contender for AL MVP, even if the cards don't stack up right as far as the standings for them. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because he is incredible. I mean, right now he's probably the best player in baseball just because he's doing literally heavy position in baseball. Um, but I would have a hard time giving him the MVP over, let's say, Vladdy Jr. Because, it, let's say, the Blue Jays make the playoffs. There's a good chance, I haven't checked the numbers today, but Vladdy Jr. could win the Triple Crown in the AL. For those that don't know, the Triple Crown is batting average, home runs, and RBIs. He's very close to having all three right now. So if, if the Blue Jays were to get in the playoffs and Vladdy gets the Triple Crown, how, uh, it, it's going to be an incredible conversation. Do you give it to the guy that made the playoffs and did something that's only been done a handful of times? Or do you give it to the guy that's pitching and hitting at the same time and having good seasons doing both? This, it, this is like, it's like a wet dream for baseball writers. Like, this is just like, this is conversation, this is content for like a whole month because baseball is stupid and doesn't announce their MVP awards till like a month after the season. This is, I mean, if you're Major League Baseball, you know, everyone always talks about how baseball is not popular and people don't know names. This is like a dream scenario for them because they get to have this debate around Otani and Flatty Jr., anyone up in, MV, in the MVP conversation. And this is something we haven't seen since A-Rod when he was with the Rangers when he did it. And everybody was in an uproar. But, you know, should Otani get special consideration because he does both? Yeah. It, again, you, you bring up a good point with Vladdy Jr. But again, that's, you know, is that it, it should be in contention. Like, we shouldn't just give it to to Otani because he's doing the stuff that he's doing. Like, he should at least be in the conversation rather than, oh, well, there's, there's no, there's no, no, uh, no contest. There's no contest that Otani shouldn't, like, it should just be at least a conversation is, I guess, what I'm trying to get at. Yo, I, I agree, but I've, I've already seen writers make the case that, like, there's no way Otani loses. And I'm just like, well, what if, what if they don't win a game the rest of the season? Right. And they finish with 70 wins, or if they finish with less than 500 record. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if that really sits well with me. Like, yes, you're the most valuable player, but if you were pitching and you were hitting, were you that valuable if your team didn't make the playoffs? No, because you, you would have made the playoffs if, if your team did well with you. And I'll play devil's advocate. Let's say Vladdy Jr. gets the triple crown, but the Blue Jays don't make the playoffs. Then you have maybe the two top MVP candidates in the American League 
not make the playoffs, which is yeah. just really weird to say. Yeah, that that gets even stickier than than even the conversation, the original conversation. So it's 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 weird, but baseball is just weird. It's been a weird baseball season, uh, but good for baseball because maybe they're getting some attention that they deserve. Uh, the Mets Yankees series this past weekend was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I don't know if you saw Benz's clear during his Carlos Stanton home run. That was cool. Um, there was a there was some debate on if. The Yankees were whistling because the Mets tip pitcher was tipping his pitches, and then the Mets shortstop didn't like it, and it was a whole thing back and forth. Uh, but a great Sunday night game. Uh, speaking of Sunday night, speaking of Sunday, football is back. I know I said that last week, I believe, but now football is officially back. At first NFL Sunday of the year, uh, Mike, our Stillers are somehow 1-0. Um, don't know how they did it, but they did it. And I'm Wait, not going to complain. Can I? Can I have some context? Is that a thing? The Stillers, or did you did you auto like autocorrect or? No, some people just call them the Stillers. Call it Stillers. Okay, yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah, it, not many people do. And, but, and I'm a Steelers um, fan. Like I'm a Steelers fan myself. I've never heard of the Steelers before. So I usually call them the Steelers. I don't know. I've been in the mood. I've been calling them the Stillers. I don't know. Um, but Mike, since it's football, you know, college football's back. Mm-hmm. NFL is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's play a little game mm-hmm. to get you back in the mood of football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, we may have a oh, breaking news. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. just took the home run lead in baseball. Okay. Oh. 45. There we go. Okay. Right on cue. <laughs> um, we Ears played a game ringing. back in, <laughs> Yes. We played a game back back in March, I believe, for college basketball called uh, Does He Play College Basketball? So what we're going to play is a little bit of a different game. Uh, you may have seen this game on uh, shows like Inside the NBA. Uh, we're going to play Who He Play For. Uh, but Mike, to make it easy on you, oh, I, have, I, I have names of both college athletes and athletes and NFL at- athletes. Sure. I'm going to give you the name. You tell me if they play college football oh, God. or professional football. <laughs> okay. And then I'll talk about the teams just to, just to get a little bit of insight in them. But but wait, didn't they didn't they play both technically? Well, right now are they in oh. the NFL or are they in oh. college? Okay, so right now, right now. <laughs> all right, let's start with I I great names by the way. You're gonna love all uh-huh. of them. Yeah, Kayvon Thibodeau, who he play for? College. Final answer. Correct. Oh, here we go, baby. Do you want to? Th- you want to throw out a name? Uh, I d- West Coast. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say West Coast or East Coast. Um, I'm gonna say East Coast. Okay, incorrect. Okay. Uh, was University of Oregon. That's okay. I still got the. I still yes. got the name right. <laughs> That's Absolutely. not the game, Matt. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so Kayvon Thibodeau is a star, uh, defense end. Oregon went in and beat Ohio State. At Ohio State, which was awesome to see. Um, so l- maybe they'll make the college football playoffs. Who knows? Mike, next name. JJ Arcega Whiteside. Who he play for? Professional football, final answer. That is correct. <laughs> Let's go! He is a wide receiver for the Eagles. Shout out the Eagles, 1-0. But they played the Falcons, so who cares? Go Birds. Uh, and I believe he went to Stanford. Nice. Um, next one, we have Nivantique Strong. Who he play for? 
College, final answer. That is correct. Three ah, for three. <laughs> we have Devontique Strong, linebacker from LSU. Okay. Next up, Kajia Holloway, who he played for. College, final answer. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> UCLA quarterback. Mike is on fire. Oh, my God. Heating up, baby. <laughs> against all odds. All right. Next one. Michael Kopegorodsky. Who he play for? Hmm. Professional. Final answer. Incorrect. Ah, yeah. Michael Kopegorodsky was a is a running back for the University of Cincinnati. Who is uh, they joined uh, the Big Twelve, or they will be joining the Big Twelve after the Thanks. Big Twelve lost Oklahoma, Texas. I don't have talked about that yet. Um, next one. Tredavious White, who he played for. <laughs> that, that sounds like the Keen Peel skit with the introduction of the. <laughs> a lot of these do. <laughs> um, say it one more time. Tredavious White. Uh, professional, final answer. That is correct. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> a cornerback for the Buffalo Bills. Next up, Ray Ray McCloud. Who he College. played for? College, final answer. That is incorrect. He is actually a wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. Good old Wait, Steelers. What's the name? Ray Ray McLeod. He's actually, he doesn't really get many snaps as a yeah. receiver. He's the punt returner. Oh, very, okay. Very fast. Very tricky. Mm. Uh, next up, we have Jahan Dotson, who he play for. Professional. Final answer. Ooh, incorrect. Ah. Uh, Jahan Dotson is a wide receiver for the university for Penn State University. Uh, and fun fact, he is a local to my area. He went to my mom's high school in Nazareth. Oh, okay. Shout out Jahan. Uh, next up, we have Jamarco Jones, who he played for. Uh, professional final answer. That is correct. Oh, okay. He is an offensive tackle for the Seattle Seahawks, who got a big win in Indianapolis to start their season. Next up, DJ Uyagalele. Who do you play for? Sounds like a college name, so college final answer. That is correct. He <laughs> is actually the starting quarterback for the Clemson Tigers, taking over for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, had his NFL debut, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, average, I guess. Sure. Uh, next up, we have Quintex Cephas. Who he play for? College, final answer. Incorrect. Ooh. He is a wide receiver for Detroit Lions. Hmm. I will say, you are doing much better at this than Charles Barkley does on, on national TV, so <laughs> props to you. Uh, next name, LaVishka Chenault Jr., who he play for. College, final answer. Incorrect. Oh. He is a wide receiver, a lot of wide receivers. Yeah. Wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Off the rails. Off the rails. You you got off the hot start. There's four yeah. left. Oh, All right. Okay. Darius Robinson. Who we play for? <laughs> uh, professional. Final answer. Oof, man, really falling Damn off the rails. Here. Oh no! <laughs> Linebacker for the University of Alabama. Okay. Next up, Sadarius Hutcherson. Who he play for? Professional. Final answer. That is correct. Yes! <laughs> Offensive guard for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Next up, Trey Pipkins the Third. <laughs> yeah. Who you play for? Again, that uh, name is Trey <laughs> Pipkins the Third. Uh, college final answer. Incorrect. Oh. Offensive tackle for the Los Angeles Chargers. All right, last one. If you get this one, you win. Okay. I don't know what you're at, but if you get this one, you win. <laughs> Kyrie Duplessis. Who he play for? College. Final answer. That is correct. Yeah. Mike is a winner. <laughs> Wide receiver for Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers. Uh, probably the best mid-major there is uh, in college football this season. Uh, it's going to be awesome to see their season, see if they can sneak in the playoffs. And that concludes who he played for. Uh, maybe we'll do one for the NBA season starting up soon. Uh, and that concludes the sports topics we have for you all today. It is time for Would You Rather. Mike, I texted you. Uh, l- last night before this recording, uh, this might be the best. Would you rather we will ever do? I feel like uh, we spur we spur a lot of conversations when it comes to this. I have maybe quite possibly the single best. Would you rather for the year twenty twenty one? But we'll get there. Okay. All right. Starting off, would you rather have a hamster sized dog or a dog sized hamster? Uh, hamster sized dog. Really. Yeah, I don't know about the hamster. I don't know about the dog-sized hamster. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, okay. So I originally thought I would like a dog-sized hamster, but now that I'm thinking of it, what does a hamster do? Makes a mess. Is nasty and smell. Um, come on, you you could literally carry a dog in the palm of your hand, man. Could you imagine having point. like a desk pet? Like that could be a desk pet, like. Yeah, that's a great point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, you convinced me. All right, hamster-sized okay. dog. I'm all cool. the way in. Uh, would you rather be in a real-life version of The Walking Dead or Jurassic Park? I feel like Jurassic Park. Yeah, I'd go Jurassic Park 2. Like Jurassic Park as well, not Jurassic Park 2. Right. Um, The Talking Dead... I couldn't deal with the fact of, like, knowing you're probably going to die. Like, right, Jurassic well, Park, you're probably dead, too. But Right, but the dinosaurs aren't coming after you. The zombies are. Exactly, yeah. Like, Every time you move, a zombie's going to be, like, hear you and try to eat you. Also, the death that you get in The Walking Dead has to be worse than what could happen in Jurassic Park. You could literally just get eaten in one bite, whereas, like, zombies are just fleshing on you. Like right. And you'd like it'd be a slow, painful death unless you get stepped on on a dinosaur. Like that's quick and easy. Yeah, quick and painless. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this is a tough one. Would you rather stub your toe or get a paper cut? Stub my toe. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling those paper cuts. Oh, like there is a distinct feeling when you get a paper cut. Like, it, it, ooh. yeah. I don't. Stub I don't toe. know if I said this on the podcast. About a month or so ago, I gave myself a paper cut at work, and it really hurt. Mm. The very next day, not only did I give myself another paper cut, same I spot. hit the exact oh. same spot. <laughs> and let me healing. tell you, that's the first oh. time that's ever happened in my life. I almost died. I almost died. I almost died. <laughs> I, had a, I had a life-threatening experience, and it's because I gave Wor- myself a paper cut in the same spot. Workman's comp coming at you. <laughs> 
stubbing your toe, like, really isn't that bad. No. I mean, people hate it, but, like, it's a quick and it's quick. Like, it's, it's not, like, the paper cut you're going to have with you for three days. You stub now, your toe. Oh, go ahead. Now, if you have a toenail, that gets worse. Because if you stub your toe and you hit your toenail and it gets all mangled up down there, like, that's bad. Yeah, that, that's true. That's really the only... That's, like, a major concern. Like, paper cut will heal. But, like, yeah, that's true. If you mess up your toenail, it's not fun. Right. Uh, Mike, would you rather have your Netflix viewing history go public or your Spotify listening history go public? I, I'm an open book. I have no, I have no preference on it. Um, I mean, I guess I could say I'd rather have my Spotify history go public because... Matt, you and I watch some weird things. So, like, when somebody sees my account that's too hot to handle, love is blind, and then there's, like, a chick flick or two in between because Jenna and I are trying to find a movie to watch. Like, just solely based on judgment, I think Netflix would be worse. But I I really don't care either or, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would rather... Again, I I wouldn't care either way either. I think I'd go Netflix because sometimes... Listen, sometimes when you want to listen to sad music, you get to listen to sad music. Sometimes when you want to listen to happy music, you listen to happy music. Uh, but I feel like some people, or at least me personally, like sometimes I don't want everyone to know what I'm listening to. Like, that's I'm not a role. <laughs> so here, here's my here's my like songs. I'm just going to name a few. Uh, Fly on the Wall, Rockstar, Both Hannah Montana, Mambo Number no. 5 by Lou Bega, All Star by Smash Mouth, uh, Bodies by Drowning Pool. <laughs> I want candy by Aaron Carter. That's how I beat Shaq by Aaron Carter. Um, Why don't we just dance by Josh Turner? You know that song, right? Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'd rather my Netflix. And Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars. (laughs) That's that's a hell of a listening history right there. (laughs) Well, it's, you know, again, Jenna and I were talking uh, on the car ride back and Josh Turner was playing... And I was like, doesn't he sing the same song of Baby Lock the Door and Turn the Lights Down Low? Like, but that's, he does sing that. So right. I had to look it up and Jenna's like, okay, stop playing. She, she like, he starts singing. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, you mentioned uh, All Star by Smash Mouth. Uh-oh. Mike, would you rather every movie you watch slowly turn into Shrek, or every song you listen to slowly turn into All Star by Smash? Uh, the Smash second Mouth. one for sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> so here's my thing. So you're you're gonna pick All Star by Smash Mouth? Could you could you imagine like Lil John like turned down for what? <laughs> it's like tap it out and everybody shots. Somebody wants. <laughs> so that's my like- question. Does is the song gonna be like seven minutes long, or like does the beat like so when it goes to Smash Mouth? I feel does like it we start should from mix. the beginning. I think does it should it, mix with the song. That's that's what it should be. It should mix with the song. Okay, so it's not like halfway through the song, it's just slow changes into the middle of Smash Mouth. No, because we all know the beginning of All Star is the best part of the song. Yes. <laughs> so if you miss that part, then I would pick Shrek the movie. I can imagine, like, Fifty Shades of Grey starts slowly, Christian Grey starts slowly turning into Shrek. <laughs> oh, it's like, uh, what's that weird Shrek, like, 
clip video. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Oh God! Please don't. Anybody who's heard of this for the first time, please do don't not do look it. it up. <laughs> do not disavow. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. God, that's one of the weirdest videos you will ever watch on the internet. It's but all og- it. it's all ogre now. No, stop it! No, stop <laughs> it! All right, are you ready for this one? This is the one. This is quite possibly the best. Would you rather? Um, in the year 2021. Hey, bye. Hit me. <laughs> Would you rather lose the ability to use a GPS for the rest of your life or lose the ability to use a credit card for the rest of your life? This is tough. There's a lot to think about in this one. Like, a lot to think about. So there, there's a couple scenarios here that I feel like I can't I have to go solely based off of the would you rather sequence. Yeah. Because if it's you can't use a credit card for the rest of your life, then you have to use cash. So then how yeah. are you getting that cash? Um, but then using a GPS navigation, is it taken away from me now? Or is it taken away from me like, like since the beginning when I started to navigate using a car? Like... I feel like if it came down to it, I would probably use the GPS. Like, I'd probably lose the GPS. Um, I feel like I have a good sense of direction. Uh, I may make mistakes here and there. So, but I feel like, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I have carried less cash now than I ever have before. I have to. That's, that's true. Um, so, uh, man, this is tough. Because if you, so let's think. If you don't use a GPS, and you're road tripping, you have to take a map. Have take to. a map. Right. Which, whatever, that's not a big deal. But, let's say you get lost, then you have to pull over, get the map out, find where you are on the map, trying to find the roads that connect. That takes a lot of time, whereas if you're in the GPS, you just put it in and you go. The credit card. This means no online shopping. Right. None. And that's, that's tough. However... You're also going to sh- save a ton of money. Yeah. But then you can also buy cash using gift cards. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. I mean, it's a loophole, but... Yeah. Um, I uh, If I had to choose, I think I would rather lose my credit card. Interesting. Yeah. I know Why? it's going to suck because a lot of places are going card only. Uh, but I just, I need a GPS. I'm just, I'm not someone that can really navigate. I don't think I'd be good with a map. Like, you give me a map and tell me to get somewhere, I have five hours to get there, that's not happening. <laughs> Matt, you can't even get a map to a corn maze and figure that out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I mean, we did a corn maze yeah, last year, is awful. <laughs> um, we'll do a few more. Would you rather... Have a personal driver take you everywhere, or a private chef cook all of your meals? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, driver. Do you know, like, so if I literally had a driver, and I'm literally going to Jenna's for the weekend, like, I could get so much work done, or, like, if I wanted to, like, while my Ch- Chives is his name, Chives drives me to see Jenna for the weekend. Why Chives? Because it's a Drake and Josh reference. <laughs> Got it. Didn't get yeah. that. Uh, yeah, it's personal driver easy. One, because cooking is more fun than driving. Yeah. That's just a fact. Uh, two, 
food tastes better when you cook it. Or your girlfriend. Right. Significant other. Yes. Uh, three, or your mom. Three, mom. Yes. Uh, like you said, you could get a lot of work done driving. Or just, ca- like, just, uh, you know, I-, I think I would still turn on the podcast, but... I mean, look at it. Look at all of our celebrities. Like, they all get personal chauffeurs. Like, they probably don't drive that much. Like, LeBron James got the whole souped-up SUV that has subwoofers and big-screen televisions, and it just it just looks cool. Like, yeah, it's I yeah I I could totally see a souped-up Toyota Rav Four with a nice back with like a desk and and all that, like a foldable desk and oh yeah. I could totally see that. Or a limo. Why Why not? Let's just, just uh, toss in a limo. <laughs> I agree. 100%. Give me the personal driver. Uh, would you rather never have to wait in line or always have a parking spot? Uh, never have to wait in line. Ooh, hard disagree. Give me a parking spot every time. That is, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show. My biggest fear when I travel or like go to a place I don't know is parking. parking. I always freak out on where am I going to park? Is there a parking lot? Do I have to park on the street? Because I don't like parking on the street. Like it is one of my biggest fears. I need to know about the parking situation when I go places. I just do. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I could say I have that same uh, that same vibe, but uh, I don't know. If I get a far away parking spot and I don't have to wait in line. That's my thought behind it. Yeah, I, that, that's a good argument. I really can't blame you for that. But then, but then again, how how when are the times that you're you're waiting in line? Like you know, back in the day, yeah, you had to wait in line. But do you have to wait in line really that much anymore? Or is a grocery no. store like you don't have to wait in line in the grocery store and you just check check out? Like I, I don't know. Fair, you yeah. Interpret it as you may. <laughs> good point. Uh, we'll do two more. Would you rather? Have to always wear a fanny pack or suspenders? Can I say both? (laughs) Uh, No, but I'm definitely going fanny pack. (laughs) Dude, fanny pack? Oh, dude, that that is... That's coming back. Fanny packs are awesome. Yeah, I know people have said it years past. Like, it's coming back. Like, fanny packs need to make a comeback. (laughs) I don't understand why people hate fanny packs. It's like a, a free pocket. Storage like, for snacks. Yeah, like think about batteries. how much comfortable, how much more comfortable jeans would be if you could put everything in your jeans pocket in your a fanny wallet. pack. Your wallet, your phone, keys, oh. keys. Yeah. yeah, snacks. Maybe you can fit snacks. a snack in there. I think it's easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike, we'll do one more. Uh, pick a number: one, two, or three. Two. Alrighty. I had three left, so. Uh, would you rather win the lottery or live in good health for 200 years? <laughs> uh, uh, win the lottery? <laughs> Ooh, why? Um, because I could buy the products that I need to live in good health. Because, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if you, you've heard about this, man, but um, they put a a pig's heart into a human and like i don't know i could be driving for 200 years (laughs) so counterpoint what if you win the lottery someone gets mad at you and you die in like a year then my goodwill will go out to the people that i care about the most like you Uh, 
See, I think I would rather take the live in good health for 200 years. You Never mind. I take, awesome that, I take that back. I take that back. Screw you. You didn't even acknowledge me about me giving you a million dollars. Screw okay, you, man. Okay, I, I, would, <laughs> I would appreciate the million dollars. Um, I'd go put it all on the Yankees. Just kidding. Um, all on red. <laughs> so uh, I think living in the lottery is, is cool, but there, it does come to a point sometimes where, like, if everyone knows you have all this money, they're going to keep bugging you for money. And then at some point, someone's going to get mad that you gave that person money and not you. And who knows what they're going to do? Like, it's it's a weird thing. If you get to live in good health for 200 years, one, you can make a ton of money. Yeah. Two, you just you get to experience life knowing you're going to live for 200 years. That's pretty cool. I, yeah, I mean, you're right. I I guess at a point in your life you like at a point in your life you can make either or decision like if you're much older you definitely want to do the good health thing but if you're much younger you definitely want to do the 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 lottery um yeah i mean it's either or i think it depends on how much the lottery is right like if it's two million maybe not worth it if it's like 900 million yeah okay then that's a better option two million i mean you could you know they they say this stupid crap like oh you can invest like you really can like if you have the right person like you can invest that boat ton of money i mean yeah i'd pay off all my loans first but you can invest the rest of that money and grow it much more than the actual you know the actual lottery itself like some people are just not smart and and not get like a financial advisor and whatnot when they win the lottery and and that's when they they screw up <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, investing is very important. And that is, would you rather? To the moon. (laughs) Dogecoin to the moon. moon. (laughs) Well, that concludes another fabulous episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you are on Apple Podcasts, if you are on any other platform that doesn't have a subscribe button, make sure you follow us. And if you haven't already, make sure you follow us on our social media. You can find all of our social media at solo.to slash funnybusiness. Matt said it earlier, go to a happy hour. You know, it's five o'clock somewhere. Jimmy Buffett is there probably. And, you know, Matt, anything to add? I know I kind of we kind of stole the thunder early on for for advice. No, I mean, play some Jimmy Buffett. Play whatever music gets you in the mood. Um, you know, have a few drinks. Maybe get some appetizers. Uh, you know what else we had this past weekend? Crab cake egg rolls. Those sound fabulous. They were. I, so I, my, my dad got them. He, he ate them fresh. He said they were very good. I had some the next day. Phenomenal. Like, really, really good. I, I've been having a little problems with trying to like crab cakes. You don't like crab cakes? I do. That's the problem. Like, <laughs> oh. the past two crab cakes I've had were not good. Uh, and I can imagine in Ocean City, Maryland, you're, you know, I don't think there's any question that their crab cakes are usually good. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever gotten a crab cake in Ocean City, Maryland. Really? I would think you yeah. being I, Maybe I've gotten one. I mean, I love crab, and I love crab cakes. It's just when I go to a restaurant, like... I want to get a crab cake, and then I see, like, ooh, like tuna. Yeah, I see other like, things. Ooh, mm-hmm. like mahi-mahi. Swordfish. Uh, swordfish, yeah. Shark bait. Hoo-ha-ha. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, uh, we got this, like, scallops over, like, orzo. Oh, dude, it's phenomenal. We tried, what did we try during vacation? Did we try, I, did I try oysters? Oh, I love oysters. We had oysters this past week weekend as well. Yeah. yeah. I, think it's, I think it was oyster, oysters or clams. I, I don't know. 
I love clams, mussels, oysters, scallops, mussels? shrimp, eh, crab, seafood, crawfish. I don't know. Who lives in a pineapple under sea SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes, he does. <laughs> and until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.